Mesechet Sukkah Daf Lamed. The Gemara says on the top of the Amud that the reason it's also to use a lulav that's stolen even on the second day of Yom Tif is because it's a mitzvah above Avera. The Gemara brings to Rabbi Yechon and learned from Rabbi Shem Ben Yechai that a mitzvah that's done through doing an Avera, one is not Yaitzay, learned from carbon. is from a Pasuk, that if somebody brings a carbon that's stolen, he's not Yaitzay, the carbon with that. That's why if someone uses a stolen lulav during the rest of Sukkot, not only in the first day there's a din, it has to be yours, the Torah says Lachem. Even in the rest of Sukkot, it doesn't have to be yours. If you borrow lulav, it's fine. You keep Yaitzay, the mitzvah with borrowed lulav, however it's stolen, we say it's a mitzvah of Avera and he's not Yaitzay. According to Rabbi Yechanan. Now, Tashas Akasha on our Gemara, there's a Brisa later on in the Mesech Nafmim Gimel. The Brisa says, it says, Lakachtam Lachem, we darshan Mishalachem, it has to be yours, Lahaitiyas Ashol, Vesagozel, which is Mimayit. The Pasuk excludes the usage of a borrowed Luluv or a stolen Luluv. Fractaisvis, why do I need a Pasuk to Mimayit? That you cannot use a stolen lulav. It's a mitzvah baba veira. Why do we need to learn it from a special pasuk by lulav? It's a general rule that every mitzvah baba veira, one is not yaitzay. So Tyson's answer when the Brisa says to exclude the usage of a borrowed lulav or a stolen lulav, the pasuk is really coming to teach us just that you cannot use a borrowed lulav. The lashon of the Brisa that one cannot use a stolen lulav is really redundant as we know it from the rule of Mitzvah Baba Avera. However, we find several Terutzim that are given to this Kasha, not like Taisus. Taisus Rindaftes, really, deals with the same Kasha, both by Lulav and by Sukkah. We have a Pesach, it's Mamayi, the Sukkah Zula. One cannot be able to with a stolen Sukkah. Why do you have to come onto a Pesach like that? We know it. From the general rule of mitzvah ba'avera, one cannot be yitzay. So Tyson Naftes answers the rule of mitzvah ba'avera is only in psalm True, the Torah says it by a carbon that one is not yitzay. That's going to be midiraisa, but that we extrapolate from carbon to all other mitzvahs. That is only a derabbanon, and therefore we need the pasuk of lachem to imayit a lulav hagazel or a sukkah zula. That tells us that it's possible even midiraisa. That's a mahalach that Teshus uses to answer the kasha that he asked over here. However, we find other mahalchem to answer this kasha as well. The Svasemes and really the Ksav Seifer answer that the reason I need a pasuk to tell us that a lulva gozel is possible, even though we should know that anyways from the halach of it's possible, the nafkamina is if a cotton stole a lulav, and he kept it by him when he became bar mitzvah. So at this point, he has a stolen lulav. It wasn't done through an aver, and an aver of a cotton is not considered an aver, so it won't be considered a mitzvah of avera. Nevertheless, the Torah says this cotton who became a godel now may not use this lulav because it's a lulav agazel. Torah passled a stolen lulav, even if there is no element of Avera involved. The Shagasariya in Simon Sadik Tess has a different approach to answer Texas Kasha. The Shagasariya writes that according to the Ramban that holds, that by Gezel Akum, somebody stole from a Goy, it's not considered a mitzvah of Avera. 
for that reason, I need the Pasuk to tell me, true, if somebody stole from a guy, it's not a mitzvah of and it shouldn't be possible, nevertheless, since the Shita of the Yireim is that even if you hold that Gezel Akum is mutter, still, it's not considered Lachem, it's not considered yours, that's what the Pasuk is coming to teach us, that even if it's stolen, where there's no Avera, it's Gezel Akum, whether you hold Gezel Akum is mutter, or whether you hold Gezel Akum is Osir, and it's still not going to be Nitvas, it's not, not going to be considered a Mitzvah Boba Avera, according to the Ramban, will Be'ezer Hashem hopefully explain later the reason for that. Since in such a case where there's Gezel Akum, it's not a Mitzvah Boba Avera, therefore for that reason I need the Pasuk to tell me that Lochem Loitzis HaGozel, still Gozel is possible because it's not Lochem. The Chassan Sefer in the Sefer Miktav Kinyanim writes another terrorist to answer Texas Kashi. He writes, The reason we need a Pasuk to Mayit Lulav HaGozel, even though it should be included in the general rule of Mitzvah Babaveira, is in a case there's a Nafkamina where it's Sophic Gezel. According to the Rambam that holds, it's Sophic Isura Menatera is Mutter. So we don't say Safek Dirash Lachomer, it's only the Rabbanu de Gedin. According to that sheet of the Rambam, in a case where there's Safek Gezel, it was mutter for the person to take it. So there's no Avera, won't be considered a mitzvah of Avera. Yet, Legabi being Mekayim the Aseyov, Lakachtam Lachem, the Torah said Bevada, it has to be yours. And since it's a Safek, true, you didn't do any Avera, but you can't say for certain it's Lachem, it's yours. Therefore, the Pasuk is telling us, even if you don't know that it's Gazel, even if it's Suffolk Gazel, true, there's no Avera to take it, but you can't be Mekayim in the midst of Lulav with it because it's not certainly Lachem. The Chassan Seifer actually brings several Terutzim over there. He brings another Terutz from the Grazinger, the Rosh Bezan of Matasdorf. The Sasemis also answers a very similar Terutz to this Terutz. He writes, the Nafkamina is where he got the Luluv as a Matan al and he didn't give it back. In such a case, it's not a Mitzvah Baba Avera. As we'll see later on in Mitzvah Hashem, that we don't say something is a Mitzvah Baba Avera unless it's part and parcel of the Kiyum of the Mitzvah that he did. If he stole the Luluv, since the only way for him to be Yitzvah was by stealing this Luluv, that's going to be considered a Mitzvah Baba Avera. However, if he didn't have to do the Avera, he just happened to do it, but it's not something that was an integral part of the Kim of the Mitzvah, he could have theoretically done the Mitzvah with his Chavtzah, even without doing the Avera. In such a case, we don't say that it's a Mitzvah Haboah Ba'avera. Therefore, if he got the Lulav as a and he decided after he was Yotzi, you know what, I'm not giving it back, I'm keeping it. So when he took it, it wasn't a Mitzvah Haboah Ba'avera, because technically he could give it back. True, retroactively it was Gzela, but since he could give it back, he wasn't Mekayim the Mitzvah through doing the Avera. Since he could have theoretically been Mekayim the Mitzvah without it being an Avera, true, at the end of the day, it turned out to be an Avera, but the Avera is not what caused the Kiyom of the Mitzvah. The Avera is independent of the Mitzvah. Technically, he can give it back, and therefore, he won't be ever an Avera. Therefore, even if he decided not to give it back later on, it doesn't make it a Mitzvah Baba Avera. So in such a case, from the rule of Mitzvah Baba Avera, I would say that he is Yaitza the Mitzvah. The Pasuk of Lachem, Lachem, in such a case, since technically it wasn't yours, even if there was no 
mitzvah of Avera because I didn't need the Avera to be mekayim the mitzvah. I could have done the mitzvah without doing the Avera. Therefore, I need the Pasuk to tell me, even in such a case, he's not Yoytah, because technically it wasn't his, and the Torah says it has to be Lochem. This is what writes. Other Terutzim, and so does the Chassan Seifer, Ayin Sham, they write different Nafkeminis, why I need the Pasuk of Lochem Lohitzis HaGazel, even though we have the general rule of Mitzvah Obabeir. Now let's move on in Taisvis. Taisvis asks Akasha. Later on in Dachlamad Alaham and Beis, the Gemara says that a lulav of an Ashera, a tree that was made for Avodah Zorah, V'shalir Nidachas, a lulav that came from Eri Nidachas, where the Torah says that one must burn everything, all the property of an Eri Nidachas. The Gemara says that the reason one cannot be Yaitzah with such a lulav is because since one has to burn it, one has to destroy it, it's Ketusi Mechta Shirei, it's as if the Shir is destroyed, the lulav needs a Shir, it has to be for Tachem tall. And since one must burn it, it's as if there's no shear, and therefore one cannot be like. So that's what the Gemara says. Fractisis, what do I have to come onto this svar of Because there's no shear, since one's going to have to burn it, then it's going to be destroyed. That's why by an asherah de Meisha, the Gemara says, an asherah that was from the time of Meisha Rabbeinu, when the Yidin went into Eretz Yisrael, that is considered Ketus Even without the svar of Ketus it's a regular mitzvah You're using a tree that an Avera was done with it. And more than that, Taisus asks, an Asherah that's not from the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Gemara understands that one may be Yaitu with that. Why? asks Taisus. It's a mitzvah You're using something that an Avera was done with it. The Luv is a chavitz of an Avera. So Taisus answers, there's no comparison between the Luv of an Asherah and the Luv of Agazel. Luv of an Asherah isn't considered a mitzvah above Avera because the Avera is not what's causing the mitzvah. It rather happened to be a chayfetz that he did an Avera with. But it's not because of the Avera. If they did not worship this tree, he'd have the same opportunity to do the mitzvah of Lulav as when they did worship this tree. The worshiping of the tree did not make it that he's able to do the mitzvah with it. It's gratis something that they did an Avera with, but the Avera is not what's causing the mitzvah. Whereas, when somebody takes a stolen lulav, if he did not do the Avera of stealing, he wouldn't have this lulav to himself. He wouldn't be able to use the lulav. We say mitzvah above Avera when the Avera is goyrim the mitzvah. When the Avera was done, but it doesn't cause the ability to be mekayim the mitzvah, such a chayfetz is not considered mitzvah above Avera, even though it is an object that an Avera was done with. That's Taisa Shita, that Lulav Asherah cannot be possible because of Mitzvah of Avera, as Avera does not cause the opportunity to Mekayim the Mitzvah. However, Tysus does bring a gear that says that the reason an Esrog of an Asherah is not something one can use on Sukkis is because it's Mitzvah of Avera. Not like Tysus' Svara. The gear that Tysus brings home that an Asherah also is possible to be in Mitzvah Baba Avera. And Taish says it's impossible because of the Svarah they said before. That's not considered a Mitzvah Baba Avera as the Avera is not what causes the opportunity, the capability of doing the Mitzvah with his Chavtza. And Taish says, by Esrog also, the reason that one cannot be Yetzir with an Esrog of an Asherah is because Ketusi Mechtas Shiure. There's no Shir of the Esrog. Because an esrik also needs a shear. Like we said, a lulav needs a shear. A fort an esrik also needs a shear. According to Reb Meir, it needs a shear of an egois. According to Reb Yehuda, it needs a shear of a beitza. Al kolpanim, there is a shear that an esrik needs also. So since 
if it's an esrog of an asher, the mitzvah is to burn it, it's considered as if it was burnt already and doesn't have a shear. Now, Tysus is a little bothered by this because the shear of egois or kibetza that is required in an esrog is not really because of a shear that that Tyra said it has to have. The Gemara says the reason is because if it's anything less than that, it's not a Gemara Peira, it's not a full Priyat, therefore you can't use it. Because it's not considered a Priyat's other, it's not a finished pre. The asterisk is not fully developed, and therefore it needs a shear. But it's not a shear of Hashivas that you need, like by everything else. The Taishu says it's not Pashut that it needs a shear, it's just a Hechetimsa, it's the way of testing whether it's considered a fully developed fruit. So, according to that, there shouldn't be the Svarok Tusimech Shiure. The shear of Keegos or Kebates is just a way to determine whether it's a fully developed pre. Still, Taisha says, there's a halach that has to be minkar l'kechosa. It has to be something that's nicker, that it's obvious that you're holding. It has to be bigger than something minuscule. That's why the Gemara says in the that one may not use small Pilpalin, they're very small, so you can't really tell that you're carrying it. So Taisa says there is a chashivos of a shear that it needs. It has to be minkar l'kichosa, and therefore, if we were to burn it, it wouldn't be minkar l'kichosa, and therefore, we say ketusi shiure. That's Taisvas. However, the Rambam does write in Parish Mishnai is that the reason one may not use dal minim of an asherah is because it's a mitzvah ba'aveira. Now, it could be what forced the Rambam to learn that it's Altsmith of Baba Aveira, and he wasn't satisfied with saying that the Chisoran is because it's Ketusimich Tashiure. As Taisus explains, it could, it could be the Rambam holds that we cannot say the Chisoran is Ketusimich Tashiure because of what was bothering Taisus. By Esrig, there is no real Allah Mashimusin that you need a particular shear. The Allah is that it has to be Minkar Kichasa. There should be a clear pre when you're taking it, but it's not a shear of chashivus. It's not that the Torah said it has to be the shear of a kibetza. A kibetza is only a hechatimsa to have something big enough that's the esrig is clearly recognizable in one's hand. A shear that's not a shear of chashivus, we find Taisus and Erev and Nafpehomid Beis, says clearly there's no din of Tusimich Tashure. Taisus is talking about a sulam. Made out of an asherah, sulam has to be fortfachon wide in order to connect one area to the next legabi hilchas erevin. If it's made of wood of an asherah, still it's considered a sulam and it connects the two areas, even though there's no shear. It's you have to burn the sulam, you have to burn the ladder. However, since it's not a shear of chashiv, it's just a practical shear to be able to get from one place to the next. We don't say tutsay mechashure. The stipler over here in sukkah brings different cases where we say the svara, the sheet of the rivet is the kaira by Erevin. One puts a bakaira on top of a mavui in order to allow carrying on the mavui. The Allah is if the kaira is made out of water from an asher according to the rivet, we say the kaira is kosher, even though there's a shear, how wide it has to be, how strong it has to be, we still say that it's a kosher kaira. Ay, you can have to burn it. Since the idea of kaira is because it has to be a heker, 
it's enough of a hacker, even if it's Ketusim Mechashirei, it's not a share of Chashivas. The share is only that people should recognize that they're going into a Yerushos Hayachid. That doesn't matter if it comes from an Asherah, it doesn't matter if one's going to have to burn it. There's no rule of Ketusim Mechashirei on such a shear where it's not a shear of Chashivas. It's not a shear as all Shuamar, it's a shear per se. When the shear is just a Chetzim Timsa to get to a certain Tzias, in such a case, we're not going to say the idea of Ketusim Mechtashirei. This Taifun Simon Chavhei brings another riot to this Svara from the Kest of Mishnah and Perakhez Hilchaslul of writes that we don't say Ketusim Mechtashirei if one uses a Nal, a shoe for Chalitza, that is meant to be burnt if it was Mukhlat, it was a Nal in Etzeras, and it had to be burnt. We don't say that it's Ketusim Mechtashirei and it doesn't have the shear of a nal that's Normally it has to cover most of the foot. We don't say that since it's going to be burnt soon, so male doesn't have the shear of Chayferayvlagloi, because in such a case, since the shear is not a shear per se, rather it's just a a way to get to cover most of the foot, it's not a shear al-Chashirim, such a item we do not say Therefore, we can say that the Ramam holds that by Esrik 2, there's no shear of a Kebetsu or a Kegos. It's not the Hashivas of the size of an Esrik that's Kebetsu or Kegos that the Torah requires. Rather, it just needs the Echetimtsa of something that's Minkar Lukechasa, something that you can tell that you're holding it. Since it's not a shear of chashivas, rather, it's just a hechatimsa, that's the maisa lekicha that Torah requires. It has to be a lekicha that's nikeres. So, since it's not a shear of chashivas, it's just rather a hechatimsa to get to a kind of lekicha, such a shear that Ramam holds won't have the halacha of ktusa apply, as it's not a shear like all of the shurim, it's just a chetimsa to get to a certain kind of maisel akicha, and as we said, there are several instances where we don't say k'tusimech shuri in such a case. It could be, Tysus argues, it's a very fine point, Tysus disagrees, as Tysus holds that the minkar l'kichasa is not a din in the maisel it's not the kind of l'kichah that Torah requires, rather, it's a shir of chashivas, it's a shir in the esrig, it has to be an esrig that is Merkirlikhasa and that's Taka Ashir of Hashivas in the Esrig. It could be that's where Taisus and the Rambam disagree. Al Kopanam getting back to Taisus, Rabakiva Eger writes that he's not really bothered by Taisus's Kasha. Why does the Gemara have to come on to Ktusa Mechtashure when we can say the Swara of Mitzvah? It could be the Sugya over there is going according to Shmuel, who later on in our Sugya does not hold of Mitzvahvera, at least not by Yamtav Shani. So therefore, the Gemara wanted to say that Shmuel will be made that the Lulu of an Asher will be possible even on Yantosheni because, although he doesn't hold the Smith of Abba he holds that it will be possible because Ketusim Echashire. However, Fenger does ask a Kasha, why didn't Taisus ask from the Halacha that Somebody can't bring a carbon from a behemoth that was neva, that was worshipped for Avodah Zarah, the Gemara Darshan's Min HaBakar, Nevad. The Torah says you can bring a carbon from Bakar, and we learn from the word Min HaBakar that 
the Torah excludes bringing a carbon that was served as a, worshipped as an idol. And yet, the Gemara doesn't say that the psul of the carbon is cause mitzvah baba ve'er. The Gemara is satisfied to say that we learn it from the words menabakar. Tysus really should have asked us kasha and proven his point from there. Tysus should have asked, why do I need a positive mite nevad from a carbon? Say it's mitzvah baba ve'er. And Tysus should have answered on that and proven from there that we only say mitzvah baba ve'er when the entire opportunity to be mekayim the mitzvah comes about through the avera. And a karma that's nevad, even though an avera was done with it, you could be mekayim the mitzvah even if there wasn't an avera done, and therefore it shouldn't be mitzvah baba ve'er. That's how Rabbi Kivager suggests that Tysus should have proved Tysus is his side. Shmuel Rozovsky in the Sefer Zichron Shmuel answers Rabbi Kivager's question and explains, since nevad is not a Psul, an Isser to Yisrael, to a regular Jew, it's only a special halacha on Hegdish. We can't say that it's a Chefsa the Isura, that it's Nitfas the shame of Inazara on the Behemoth itself, and therefore it would be impossible to say that it's a Mitzvah of Baba Avera. Something that's only Osr le Gavaya, not Osr le Hedjit, is not possible to be considered a Chefsa the Isura, Chefsa of Avera. And therefore, we would never be able to say it will be Pasal's Mitzvah Boba Avera. Now, let's get back to Taisus. Taisus asks another Kasha. The Gemara says in Psachim Deflamid Hey that one may not be yoyed to the Mitzvah of Achilas Matzah with Matzah of Tevel. And the Gemara Dashnas is from a Pasuk. The Gemara brings over there a special Drasha. Taisus asks, What do I need a special Drasha to Aser? Eating Matzah of Tevel. That's why you're not yet because of this special pasuk. Even without the special drasha, it has to be the kind of matzah that the only problem is achilas chometz and not that there is another iser involved. That's what the Gemara darshans. What do we need that drasha for? Even without it. The reason you cannot be yet with matzah of tevel is because it's mitzvah baba veira. Plain and simple. What do we need a new drasha for? Now, according to Tyson Daftas, it's not a kasha. Mitzvah Baba Veir is only Psalm de Rabbanon. The Pasuk of Leisechel of Chomet, Shivas Yom Techel of Matzois, teaches us in the Uraisa, you're not yoyed with Matzah of Tevel. However, that's Tyson Daf Test that holds that Mitzvah Baba Veir is the Rabbanon. Tyson over here obviously holds that Mitzvah Baba Veir is the Uraisa. Tyson then asks, why do we need a Pasuk to tell us that you cannot be Yitzay with Matzah of Tevel? It's Mitzvah Baba Veir. And Tyson stays with Sarachin. Tyson does not answer. Now the Menchaschinuch. In Mitzvah Yud, Ois Chafalov answers a terence, and really the Archlaner already answered this terence. The Minchasenach and the Archlaner answer that the reason I need a Pusik to tell me that you're not Yitzhak with Matzah of Tevel, and we don't say it's enough to learn it from the Halacha Mitzvah Baba Aveira, there's a tremendous nafkamin on that. The case that we need a Pusik to tell us that you're not Yitzhak with Matzah of Tevel is in a case where a person is Masukan. He's a chayla masukin in his bikuach nefesh. The isra of tevel doesn't apply to someone who is in a situation of bikuach nefesh. In such a case, I would say, let him be yitz of the mitzvah of matzah by eating matzah of tevel. There's no isra for him to eat tevel. There's no mitzvah of avera. There's no avera. He was allowed to eat the tevel. The doctor said the first thing you should do eat right away is eat matzah. So he took the matzah of tevel. It was mutter for him to do that. There's no aver. He's a mesukim v'chaybo, the Torah says. There's no isra of tevel when a person's in a state of pikuach nefesh. 
Still, the Pasuk tells us that it has to be matzah that has no isra on it except the chashash of chametz. If it's matzah of tevel, one can't be yitzay. So even though it was mutter for him to eat the matzah, there was no isra of tevel. But the Torah says, even in such a case, one is not yitzay to the mitzvah of matzah and he has to eat another kazayis because matzah of tevel is not kosher matzah to be yitzay to the mitzvah with. The Sfasemes gives a different terror, something similar, that the Nafkamina, the reason I need a Pasuk to tell me that Tevel is not kosher to do the mitzvah of matzah with, even though, why do I need a Pasuk? I should know it's a mitzvah of Avair. The Sfasemes says the Nafkamina is if he ate it, like Kederach On the Tzad, that one is Yoytzei, a mitzvah, by eating something like the Mishlamelech has mistapic about it, and he'll have to say the Atayra, and it's sad that one could be Yitzel like that, in such a case, he's for sure not over the Avera. One who eats like the Achilosa is not over an Avera, so in such a case, it's not a Mitzvah of Avera, he didn't do any Yisra, he ate like the Achilosa, that's what I need a Pasuk to tell me, that even though he didn't do any Avera, still, he's not Yitzel the Mitzvah. Because matzah of tevel is not considered kosher matzah to be yitzah the mitzvah with. Now the Sfasemus takes it a step further. He says since theoretically one could eat it shloi kederah hachilasai and be yitzah the mitzvah, therefore even if he ate it kederah hachilasai, remail it's not going to be a mitzvah of According to the svar that we mentioned earlier, we're going to expand on later soon. That when somebody does a mitzvah. By doing an Avera, but Lamaisa, he could theoretically have used this Chefza, he could have used this object for the Mitzvah without doing the Avera, even though technically he did an Avera, since it's not an integral part of the Kiyama Mitzvah, he could have been Yaitzah the Mitzvah without it, we say it's not a Mitzvah of Avera. Since in this case, he could eat it Shleikah Derachachila, since it's not Mineu Bey, it's not Muchrach, that he has to be over an Avera to be carrying the mitzvah with this matzah. So even if he went ahead and ate the Kedera Hachilo, but it's not a mitzvah of Avera, because technically he could have been yaitzah the mitzvah by eating it Shalai Kedera Hachilo, and it wouldn't be an Avera. So even if he did an Avera, but that's not what was Goyim, the Kiyam HaMitzvah, he could have been carrying the mitzvah without doing the Avera, so therefore it's not going to be considered a mitzvah haba Avera, even if he ate a Kedera Hachilo. This Fasamus gives another teretz, a very simple nafkamino. The reason I need a Pasuk to tell me that you're not yet with Matzah of Tevel, if p- most of his Kazayis of Matzah was kosher Matzah, was already Masukin, was already Meisr, and he had a mute of his Kazayis that was Tevel. And he was Mavatal, the mute Tevel in the Roiv of kosher Masukin Matzah. In such a case, he's not doing any Avera. The Tevel is bottled Beroiv. He was over no Isser. However, in such a case, the Torah still tells us that the Drasha teaches us that Tevel is Pasal of Matzah, and therefore, since part of Kazayas of Matzah was Tevel, even though he wasn't over any Isser, the Isser was Batal Baroi, but the Metzius is that Matzah made out of Tevel is not Kosher Matzah to be Yaitza with, and therefore, he's not Yaitza his Chiv. That's why the Torah had to write this new drasha that teaches the matzah of Tevel is possible, and it's not enough to learn that from the halacha of Mitzvah Babaver. Now let's get back to the Gemara. The Gemara says that we know that Mitzvah Babaver one cannot be yaitzah with from the fact that the Torah says that if somebody brings a carbon from a stolen animal, 
he's not yet to the carbon. The Gemara says, what's the case? If it's before Yush, of course he's not yet to the carbon with it. It has to be his in order to be Magdashit. So the Gemara says, it's talking about it's after Yush. The Nigzal was Miyayish from the Behemoth. And still the Torah says that it's not Yitzhak's carbon with it. The Gemara asks, why not? He was kind of the Behemoth Yush. It's his. Why can't it be Yitzhak his carbon with it? It's from here, the Gemara says, that Mitzvah Babavera, somebody cannot be Yitzhak with. The Torah says, that's the cash on the Gemara. What did the Gemara say? If it's after Yush, he was already kind of Yush. Why can't he bring the Behemoth as a carbon? It's his. The Gemara proves from here that Mitzvah Babavera one is not Yaitza with, that's what's the Gemara talking about. The Gemara is going contra Bechon. Bechon holds that Yush is not Kaina. Even if the Bible was Miyayish, but it doesn't belong to the Gazlan yet, so the reason he can't bring it as a carbon is because he can't be Magdashit. How do you have a right from here that it's a Baba Aveira one cannot be Yaitza with? So Taisa's answers, true. Bechon holds that Yush by itself is not Kaina. However, since he was a Makdish, the Behem as a carbon, so what happened was there was Yush and Shinui Hashem. It went from being a regular behemoth to a carbon. Since there's both Yush and Shinui Hashem, of course, technically he should be Kaina and it should become a carbon. By the fact that the Torah says that one is not Yaitza, the carbon with a carbon that's stolen, it's Mochach that Mitzvah one cannot be Yaitza with. The Taisa goes on to ask another kasha. The Gemara says in Baba Kama that Rebbe holds Yush by itself is Kaina. Abaya asked him if that's the case, then how could the Gemara say that Karboni Gazol, one cannot bring a carbon that's stolen, it's Mochach, that Yush is not Kaina, because if Yush was Kaina, why could he not bring a stolen behemoth as a carbon? And Rava answered that Bryce is talking about that he stole his friend's carbon, and therefore the carbon is possible. Why didn't Rava just answer very simply? The reason that the Bryce says he can't bring a stolen behemoth a carbon is because it's Mitzvah Babavera. True, he's kind of the behemoth, really according to everybody, even if you hold Yush is not kind of. But here there's Yush and Shini Hashem, as we explained before. In such a case, of course, he's kind of the carbon. Just the halacha is that you can't bring a carbon that's stolen because of Mitzvah Baba Aveira. Why did Rava not answer simply the reason he can't bring the carbon is because of Mitzvah Baba Aveira? So Taisa answers that according to Rava, if he was Taka, Zeichan and Behema, through Yush, in such a case, when he's magnished the Behema afterwards as a carbon, it won't be Mitzvah Baba Aveira. If he's Zeichan the Behema as his before there's any Hegdish involved, so when he's magnished afterwards, there's no Avera. It's his. And he was Makdish something that belonged to him. If when he's Makdish it, through the Hegdish it becomes his, the Hegdish is what creates the Kenyan, the Shinri Hashem works in tandem with the Yush to make it his. No. So such a case, we're going to say it's a Mitzvah Baba because the Mitzvah is Gufa causing the Avera. However, if he was Eichan the Behema before through Yehosh, when he's Magdashet afterwards, there's no Kesher to the Avera, and therefore we're going to say it's not going to be a Mitzvah Baba Avera. That's Taisus' say that if he's it entirely before the Mitzvah, there won't be the Indian of Mitzvah Baba Avera afterwards when he does the Mitzvah with it. Therefore, Taisus explains the Gemara with Bayes that asks in the Sugi of Avankri, let the Avankri be kind of Bishinu Hashem, let them be kind of Bishinu Yimaisa. The Gemara says 
that if it was taka kainit b'shinui Hashem or b'shinui Ma'isa, there would be no mitzvah b'avera. I it's a stolen hadas. There is the same iser before he makes a shinoi or afterwards. By being kind of a it doesn't make it any less stolen. Taisa says it's smuchach from the Gemara Namad Beis that if he's a zoycha in the hadas before he's mekayim the mitzvah, there won't be any dinner mitzvah The only problem is when he creates the carbon, the mitzvah of the carbon starts b'shasta hegdish. If the hegdish gufa is what consummated the gzela, which made the behemah his, such a case is going to be mitzvah b'avera. Lulav, once you're zayich in it, it became yours. Before the came of the mitzvah, I don't care that it was once an avera lulav. Since Lamaisa, before the came of the mitzvah, it's entirely yours, we won't say it's a mitzvah b'avera. That's Tysus's yisait over here. Tysus asks, "I by Chala, we see that the Gemara says in Hagoyzel Eitzim that even though he was zayicha in the Chala, he was kainet b'shinui. We still say that he cannot make a bracha. The Gemara calls it a mitzvah b'avera, even though before he did the mitzvah, he was zayicha entirely through shinui." Tysus says that Gemara is talking about Gabi bracha. The Gabi the din of Bracha on the mitzvah of challah, even if he was zayicha in it before he actually made the challah, legabi bracha. It's different, and he can't make the bracha, even though legabi regular mitzvahs, once he's zayicha in it before actually starting the ma'isa mitzvah, it's not going to be a mitzvah baba ver. This is Tais sheet over here. Taisus brings in Baba Kama this sheet of B'shem Deri. However, Rabbi Nutam has an entirely different understanding in the Dina Mitzvah of Avera. According to Rabbeinu Tam, even if Yehosh is Kaina, Gabi Karbin, it's going to be a Mitzvah of Avera, even if he was Zaychan it entirely beforehand. As the Pashas Mashmaz is an hour Sugya, the Gemara says, Akanya be Yehosh. Even if he was Zaychan it with Yehosh, since it came about through an Avera, even if the mitzvah comes after he was zayicha in the chefza entirely, it still is going to be considered a mitzvah haba ba'avera. And really, that's Shitas Rashi Namud Beis. Rashi writes, and the first Rashi in Amud Beis, that the Vankri shouldn't cut the Heshana, they should let the Goyim cut it, and therefore the Goyim will steal it, and the Shin Rishos will take place in the hand of the Vankri. And Rashi writes towards the end of the Rashi, the Kosovar Yush great loikani. And Ravuna holds that Yush itself is not kaina. Aval Yush Vishinirishus Kani. But Yush plus the Shinu Rishus that the Avankri make, that they're taking it from the Gazlanim, that will allow the Avankri to be Kaina the Hishana. Vinami Rashi writes, Kani, you know you're going to say that he holds that Yush is kaina mitzvah baba veirahadi. It stays as a mitzvah baba veira in matam tachtachom and amachuber to you atam gaislam. Even if you hold Yush kani and you're going to be zayichet through Yush, but still, since you did the aveira of gzayla, it's going to be considered a mitzvah baba veira, even though you own the hishana before the actual kim of the mitzvah. You see, Rashi holds that mitzvah baba veira doesn't go away if you were zayicha in the 
Chavtza, if you were Zeichen, the Hoshana before the actual Kema Mitzvah. Not like the Taisus that we mentioned. Taisus says, if you're Zeichen, it be Yush. If you hold Yush, Kani, and you're Zeichen, it be Yush. So, what you bring a carbon or Yitzdal, meaning afterwards, the Mitzvah of Avayar dissipates. You were entirely kind of the Chavtza before. The Kima of the Mitzvah, there's no Mitzvah of Avayar. However, Rashi holds, even if you were Zeichen, it like Rabbeinu Tam, even if you were Zeichel B'yush, still it remains a Mitzvah Baba Veira since it came about originally through the Aveira of Gezel. The problem is, according to Rashi and according to Rabbeinu Tam, what do they do with Taisus's Raya? Taisus brings L'chair, an ironclad Raya, from the Gemara Namud Beis. The Gemara asks, let the Avankri be Zeichel it, let them cut it. Ah, it's Mitzvah Baba Veira. Let them be Zeichel B'shinu Yashem. The Gemara asks, what do you mean, let them be Zaycha and kain it through Shinoi? So what? They're taka Zaycha it, but it stays Mitzvah Baba Veira. According to Rashi, even if you're kaina the Gzela, the Yehush, it still stays Mitzvah Baba Veira. So why does the Gemara ask, like, can you let them be kaina the Hishana, Bishinoi Maisa, even if they're kaina it? They still won't be Yaitz, it's Mitzvah Baba Veira. Mitzvah Bavir doesn't go away, it doesn't dissipate after your Zayich in it, according to Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. The Balamor actually learns from our sugya that we don't hold of the din of Mitzvah Bavir. When the Gemara asks, the Balamor says, what do you mean? You're going to be Zayich B'Shinu Yimaisa, but it's still going to be Mitzvah Bavir. Where did Mitzvah Bavir disappear to? Balamor proves from here that halacha is that we don't say Mitzvah Bavir. He passes like Shmuel because of this Gemara's kasha. You see, the Balamar also holds that if you're Zaychen it, it doesn't matter. It still stays in Mitzvah Baba Veira. It's Muchach from the fact that the Gemara asks, like, Nuyu Bishinu Maisa, that Lahalocha, we don't hold of the din of Mitzvah Baba Veira. However, Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam do hold of the Mitzvah Baba Veira, and yet they understand that if you were Zaychen it before the Kim Mitzvah, it remains in Mitzvah Baba Veira, and yet the Gemara asks, "Look, no, you b'shinui ma'isa, let them be zayichin it b'shinui ma'isa or b'shinui Hashem." Will that help? The chayyur should still stay in Mitzvah Baba Veira, according to Rashi and Rabbi Natan's understanding. So, around Cutler in his Sefer Oisiv Chidushi Torah writes a tremendous insight, and really, it's found in the Pnei Yeshua and some Sefer that Rabbi Natan. And really, Rashi hold that, of course, if there is Zaycha in the Behema or there is Zaycha in the Lulav Beyush, even though it's entirely theirs, it still will remain in Mitzvah Bavayr. When the Gemara asks, the Gemara understands that once you're kind of it, there won't be a Mitzvah Bavayr involved. The understanding is because, as Rabbaron explains, the Gemara in Tmura says that we say by Esnan that if she got Chitin and she turned it into Silas, she made a Shinui on what she got for her Esnan. She may bring it as a carbon because Parmachadosh is Bolakan. It's something new. It's something different. It's not what was brought to her as an Esnan. Likewise, when the Gemara asks, the Gemara says, let the Avankri be Zeichenet be Shinoi, and then use it as a mitzvah, Shinoi is different. When the Gemara asks, they should be Yaitza with something they made a Shinoi on, and not bothering the Gemara that it still should be a mitzvah of according to Rashi Yenotam, that's because after a Shinoi, it's an entirely new Chavtza. It's not the 
chefzer that they stole. Therefore, it won't be considered a mitzvah b'avera. If there's eichen, it be yiush. They made a technical kinyan through yiush. In such a case, true, they own it, but it's still a mitzvah b'avera. It's the same chefzer that they did an avera with, and therefore, even though there is eichen it, they still cannot use it for a carbon. They cannot use it for dal minim. Whereas if they made a shinui on it, it became something new, became something totally different. In such a case. The Gemara says that, of course, that won't be considered a mitzvah Baba Veir, and that's why the Gemara asks, let them be zaychanet, bishinu yashem, or bishinu maisa. Now, I just have to add a small point to Rebaran's terrors. The Gemara has no problem with the Avankri being zaychanet through the use of the Bailim, and shinu rishuas when they get it from the Gazlonim. L'chayr, shinu rishuas doesn't make param chadash, it doesn't make a new chefza, it's just a technical kinyan. According to what we're saying, that unless there's a panam chadashes, we're going to say it stays a mitzvah baba avera. Why is the Gemara accept that if the goyim cut it off and it's shini rishus in the hands of the avankri, it's going to be mutter l'chayra? It still should be a mitzvah baba avera, as shini rishus l'chayra does not make panam chadashes. We could say pashat that Rashi holds like the shita of the orchas chaim that the beisayosif brings in simon tofresh memtes. That the halach of mitzvah ba'avera is only going to passel for the person who did the avera. If somebody else wants to use it, there is no psul of mitzvah ba'avera, and therefore the Gemara holds that if the avankri get it and are zayichin it because of shini rishus, there won't be the problem of mitzvah ba'avera. Now let's get back to the Gemara Nomad Aleph once again. The Gemara says Rabbi Yechonon holds you're not yaitzei with a lulav hagazel by yom because Mitzvah Baba Aveira. Shmuel argues, Shmuel holds, Mitoch Sheyetze Beshol, Yotze Begazel. Since you could be Yotze with a borrowed Lulav, you could be Yotze with a stolen Lulav as well. Now, Taisus explains Shmuel's Shita, what does he do with the problem of Mitzvah Baba Aveira? Taisus holds that Shmuel argues on Rabbi Yechon, and he holds that by Mitzvah Medirabanon, we don't say the Mitzvah Baba Aveira will be a problem. By Yediraisa, of course, Shmuel is Maida. That Mitzvah Baba is a problem. By the Rabbanon, we do not say that. The Shagis Arya explains in Simon Kuf that Taisus understands that the Psul of Mitzvah Baba is only Mid like Taisus and Naftes. And therefore, Taisus holds that by a Mitzvah to be Machmer and give the Psul Mid Rabbanon Mitzvah Baba it's not Mistaber. That's what Shmuel holds. If it's a Baveira was the Arisa Dikadin, Shmuel of course would hold that it would apply to a Mitzvah de Rabbanon as well. Call the Tikkun Rabbanon, came the Arisa Tikkun. So the Mitzvah de Rabbanon of Lulov would be puzzled by Mitzvah Baveira, just like the Mitzvah de Arisa of Lulov. However, since it's a double de Rabbanon, it's also a Mitzvah de Rabbanon, and the whole soul of Mitzvah Baveira is only de Rabbanon, Shmuel understands we do not say the halacha Mitzvah Baveira. That's Taisus's understanding in Shmuel Shita, according to the Shagis Haryeh. Whatever the case is, Taisus holds Shmuel doesn't argue generally on Rabbi Yechon, he just holds by Drabonans, we do not say the Psilomitzvah Babavera. However, as we mentioned earlier, the Balamoyer holds that Shmuel holds there is no such a Psil called Mitzvah Babavera. He argues entirely on Rabbi Yechon and Shita. It could be holds only by carbon, do we say, the idea of Gazel being puzzled. By all other mitzvahs, we do not say that. And Pneishu has a different understanding in Shmuel Shita. The Pneishu has a kasha on Taisus 
If Shmuel is just arguing because of the Rabbanon, then the Iker is chasim in a cipher. The Gemara doesn't say that. Shmuel says a lashon mitech sheyitzah b'shal yitzah b'gazel because of yitzah with a borrowed ulav, he could be yitzah with a stone ulav as well. According to Taisus, that's not the point. B'chal. According to Taisus, Shmuel should have said shiny yamtu shiny day nel the Rabbanon. Yamtu shiny is different. It's only with the Rabbanon. Taisus asserts that Shmuel only argues because yamtu shiny is the Rabbanon. The Gemara doesn't mention that. So the Pneishu explains, and we mentioned this already twice this year, that of course Shmuel holds both by the Raisa or the Rabbanon, we say the Psul of Mitzvah That's not what Shmuel argues on. Shmuel holds that we only say Mitzvah when the Mitzvah could not have been done without the Avera. The Avera is Gufa, what facilitated the Kim of the Mitzvah. If it was possible to do the mitzvah with his chefzah that he didn't have error with, but he didn't necessarily have to do the avera, he could have done the mitzvah with this object without doing an avera. Even if he went ahead and did an avera, it still is not going to be considered a mitzvah baba avera. Mitzvah baba avera is only when the avera itself facilitated the kim of the mitzvah. Now, since on Yom Tevsheni he could have theoretically just borrowed the lulav, he could have borrowed without rishus of the bailam. In Ayam Tavshani, you don't have to own it. It's enough to borrow it also. He could have taken the same lulav, picked it up, aldas not to be coined. He doesn't want to steal. He just wants to use it. So therefore, the Avera was not what facilitated the mitzvah. He could have just used the same lulav as a Sheol Shlemi Das. He could have borrowed it without permission, but he's not stealing it. He didn't have to actually do the Avera of stealing in order to be kind of the mitzvah. Lulav on the second day, therefore... It's not going to be considered a mitzvah That's what the Gemara means. Since he could have been Yaitzai, by borrowing it, so he gratis stole it, but he didn't have to do that in order to be kind of the mitzvah. Therefore, it's not going to be considered a mitzvah. However, the Achrayim have a very hard time understanding what the Pnei Yeshua says, because the Pnei Yeshua understands that he could have borrowed it, he could have been a Shail Shlemidas, he gratis stole it, but since he could have borrowed it and been Yaitzai like that, it's not considered a mitzvah b'avera. The Achrayim asks, the klal is shel somebody who borrows without permission, is a gazlan. So what difference does it make if he stole it, he intended on stealing it, or he didn't intend on stealing it? Since he borrowed it, shleib he's considered a gazlan, so really there was no way for him to be yaitzah the mitzvah without stealing it. Whether he meant to steal it or not, didn't mean to steal it, it makes no difference. He's still considered a gazlan, so there really was no way for him to be yaitzah the mitzvah without being over the isra gazel. So... L'chaira, according to Pnei Yeshua's own svara, he should not be yaitzei even by borrowing it because there's no way around being over the Isra in order to get to do the mitzvah. However, the Sfasemis himself writes that by Advar mitzvah, we're not going to say Sheol Shlomi Das Gazlan. By a act of a mitzvah, we say since Mitzvah Slav Lohanis Nitnu, he didn't really gain anything from it, he was just doing a mitzvah, so if he was Shel Shlemidas, he would not be considered a gazlan. L'chayr, this Fasemus is a tremendous chiddish to say that Shel Shlemidas by a mitzvah is not considered a gazlan. I don't understand how he would explain that. Whether I care if he was nana or not, L'mayse, he took his friend's object without permission, and since Shel Shlemidas is a gazlan, L'chayr, there should be no difference to whether it's a mitzvah or not. Okay, let's get back to the Gemara. The Gemara brings that Rav Huna told the Avankari, when you take the Hadassim from the guy who sells you the Hadassim, you don't cut it from the ground, let the Goyim cut it, 
and then he should give it to you. And the Gemara explains, my time, what's the reason that Ravuna told him this? Because Stam Goyim steal Karka. The Karka in Nixelis, and Karka isn't stolen. Alpidin. It doesn't go into the Rishus of the Gazan. So, Mamela, the person who's stealing it is the one who's cutting it off the ground. Mamela, if you're going to cut it, you won't be Yaitse. Because even if there's you, as Rashi explains, we hold Yush Kedilai Khan, Yush itself is not Kaina, and therefore it doesn't become yours. And even if it does become yours, Rashi says, Inami, we mentioned this Rashi before, even if he is Zaychabi Yush, still it'll be a Mitzvah Baba Avera. And therefore, if Hunu told Avankri, he advised them, you don't cut it from the ground, let the Gaim cut it, and when they give it to you, it'll be Yehosh and Shini Rishus, and therefore, you'll be able to eat to the Mitzvah with this. Now, Rashi and the bottom of Lamad Amad Aleph writes, my time, why did Rav Hunu say that the Avankri themselves shouldn't cut the Hadassim? Because, Stam and the Kuchavim steal Karka, Rashi writes, my time, Stam Akum Gazli Arasim Yisraelinu. Stam goyim steal karka from Jews. V'shem oisei karka Yisrael have. It could be that karka belonged to a yid. And therefore, it'll be usher to use it since it'll be stolen. And you can't be aitzah with it. The achreinim have a very hard time understanding why Rashi throws this in. Why he says maybe that karka belongs to a Jew. Even if it belongs to a guy. Gezel akum, we hold this usher. It'll be the same hadas that's stolen whether it was stolen from a Jew or a guy. So, the Kapistamarim writes that the reason Rashi wrote that Stam Goyim steal Karka from a Jew is because even though it's Taka Osir to steal from a guy, nevertheless, the halacha that Karka is not nixelous, that's learned from a Pasuk and then the Parshas Vayikra. In the end of Baba Kama, we have special Psukim that teach us that Karka in Nigzalas and stays in the Rishus of the Nigzal. That Pasek is only talking about a Yid, the whole parish over there about Hashem Gzalois. In the end of Vayikra, Ramesh Lasfib Sukkim over there, is talking about if a Jew steals from another Jew, not if a Jew steals from a guy. Therefore, the Kapistmarim asserts that according to Rashi, if somebody stole from a guy, although it's Taka Osir, but Karka is Nigzalas by a guy, and therefore it would be considered as if it's in the Gazlan's Rishus, and even if the Jew cut it, it would be Yush and Shini Rishus, and there would be no problem for the Avankari to use the Hadas. That's the Kappas Tamarim's Mahalach. The Magan Avram in Simon has a different way of explaining Rashi. He writes that although Gesel Akum may be Osir, it's still not going to be a mitzvah of Aveira. That's what the Magan Avram writes. A Chidush, somebody steals from a guy, there's no dinus of Aveira. And the Shekel explains why. Machsa Shekel writes that Rashi holds, since the Iker Isser of Gzelas Akum, stealing from a guy, is Midin Chil Hashem, it's mashing like that in the end of Babakamo, the Postic that we learn out Gezel Akum is also is from Mechishavim Kainayu. If somebody is sold to a guy as a slave, the halacha is that he's supposed to be Poduya. If he can't be part of himself, then someone close to him is supposed to be part of him. And the Pasuk says, He has to work out the right price. He cannot trick or force the guy to give up his Eved. The guy has to be dealt with fairly and not be taken advantage of. That Isser, the Pashtas is not really a regular Isser Gnev, it's more of an Isser Chil Hashem. The Rishon wants Jews to deal fairly even with Gayim. So the Machsa Shekel writes, since the Gedr of the Isra is more Achil Hashem Dekedin, 
It's not mamish an isr gneva, like if somebody steals from a Jew, that's a weaker isr. It's kolish isure. And therefore, the Machsa Shekel says, in such a weak isr, there's not going to be nitfas at the end, mitzvah wabavir. However, Lachari could explain the Mogan Aram a bit deeper based on the Mahalach that we explained earlier from Baron Kotler's Achorn Levracha. And it could be that's really what the Machsa Shekel means to say. Rebaran explains that the din of Mitzvah Baba Aveira is a din on the Cheftzad. If it's nitfas in it, if it's caught onto it, a shame Cheftzad of an Aveira, it's something that Aveira was done with, it's going to be also to use it for a Mitzvah. That's why, according to Rashi Rebbein Otam, even if he was kind of Yehush, even if he was Zeicha in the Hadas through Yehush or in the Behemoth through Yehush, he can't bring it as a carbon, he can't use it for Dalminim because... It's nitfas on the chayfet, it's nitfas on this behemoth, this hadas, a din chav to the yisura. Only if it was a shinui, as the Gemara says, when the Gemara asks, like, knuyu b'shinui Hashem, or like, knuyu b'shinui Ma'isa, there, everybody understands, you could be yaitzu with it, even though it was stolen. Because it's a palm chadosh, as Aaron explains. It's a different chav, it's not the same thing. And Aaron uses this yisai to answer another kasha. Lezer Moshe Horowitz asks, that the whole sugi is shver. If we talk of it sad, if we assume that the guy stole this karka and there's gezel going on over here, forget the mitzvah of dalaminim. How could you buy something from a guy that's stolen? How could you yourself go and cut it without the din of lachem, without the din of mitzvah of avayr? The Gemara has no problem with the Evankari cutting it for himself. What do you mean? You're going to be over the isra gezel. How could we allow somebody to cut paris or parts of a tree from any guy, he might be stealing wood or fruit from a yid. So, why does the Gemara mention this only by Dalit Minim? It should be also to buy fruit or wood from a guy and cut it off the tree yourself. So, Aaron understands that we never have to assume Medin Safek Gazel that you can't buy fruit from a guy. You can't cut fruit off a guy's tree. The call is You don't have to assume what a guy has is stolen. However, the mitzvah, they were talking that if you're going to take a hodas from a guy and lemaisa it's stolen, you're not going to be out. It doesn't matter that you had a right to do that. True, you don't have to be chayshish, but lemaisa, if it in mitzvah is stolen, you're not going to be out to the mitzvah. So, Rebaron explains a bit further. He asks. If you're allowed to take it, how could you say that it's mitzvah b'avayr? If you had a right to assume that it belongs to the goy, then why would you say it's a mitzvah b'avayr? So Aaron explains, mitzvah b'avayr is not a din that if you did an avayr, it's usher to use it for a mitzvah. If it's a chavt of isr, if it's something that an avayr was done with it, even if you had a right to do that, it still is going to be something that's possible to use for a mitzvah. Somebody's makrav about mum, even though he didn't know about the mum, but it's puzzle. It's a carbon puzzle. Likewise, if somebody used a stolen carbon or a stolen hadas, even though he didn't know about it, it still is going to be puzzle, and therefore, if Huna was chayshish, to tell the Avankri, don't get yourself involved in a suffix, even though Al-Tilchas Gezel, you're allowed to take it, but you may be wrong, it may be stolen, and therefore he advised them not to cut it from the tree themselves. Rabbi Aaron learns that the Yisrael of Mitzvah of Aveira is, it's a din in the Cheftah. The Cheftah has a shame Cheftah, the Yisura, and therefore you can't be aided with it. However, when there's just an Iser, Gavra, when it's not Nitfas on the Cheftah, a shame Iser, it's just an Iser to do this act, 
but it's not nitvas in the chefzer, shem chefzer the avera. In such a case, there won't be the mitzvah of avera. That's l'chayur taich and what the Magen Avram wanted to say that if somebody steals from a goy, it's really the Ramban. Raman also holds by Gezel Akum, there's no din Mitzvah And the reason is, as we're explaining from Rabbi that if it's not an Isra Cheft, it's not that the Torah forbade the stealing because it's an object that's not yours. And Melo, it becomes a Cheft Gzula, becomes a Hadas that's stolen. The Torah asked you to do this because it's going to be an in of Chil Hashem. The guy will look at it with a crooked eye. He'll say, look what he did to me. But it's not a din on the chefza, on the object that the Torah cares that should be stolen. When a person steals from a Jew, the chefza is a chefza gzula. It's a chefza the Yisura. When somebody steals from a guy, he was over chil Hashem, but it's not a chefza the Yisura, and therefore there's no din mitzvah of Abba Aveira. that's taich in the Magen Avram, and really it's Shittas Ramban that there's no din mitzvah of Abba Aveira in a case where someone stole from a guy. I'll call upon him. Magen Avram explains the reason Rashi used. A case that the goyim steal from a Jew and not from a goy, because even though if somebody steals from a goy, it may be also, it's still not going to have it in Mitzvah Baba Aveira. And Rashi Anamad Beis explains that Rahunu was concerned about Mitzvah Baba Aveira, therefore he said it's talking about that we're afraid the goyim stole Kaka from a Jew. Lamaisa, that's how the Pashtas is to read in Rashi. However, the Chuvas Harashba, which the Magadaram actually quotes, says clearly that Rashi is Lav Dafka, the Gemara could be talking about that the Goyim stole from a different guy, just as, well, Rashi is Lav Dafka, and even if Rechosh, the guy stole from a different guy, it would also be Osir to use Anyam Tavon Pilechem, and it would be a Mitzvah Baba there. Now, getting back to the Gemara, the Gemara says, Rav Hunu told Avakri not to cut the others by themselves because the Gaim steal the Karka and Karka is not Nigzel Mamelo when the Avankri themselves cut the Hadas, it will be a Maisigzela. Now Rashi writes the Karka in Nigzelas Kloimar. A Gazlan cannot be Koina Karka through Yush as it is always Becheskas the Bailam. We learn it from Psukim Rashi says, as we mentioned earlier, the Gemara towards the end of Avakama. Therefore, the Hadas is not considered stolen in the hands of the Gazlan until somebody cuts it. So if the Avankri will cut it, he will actually be the Gazlan technically. Now, we read from Rashi that Karka is not konui to the Gazlan b'shum yish. Yish does not work by Karka because it stays in the Chazaka of the original Bailam. Now the Kapistamarim explains this a bit deeper. He says the reason there's no use by Karka is because the Bailam aren't really Messiahish. Practically, they're not Messiahish because they know they can always get it back. Karka's not going anywhere. Real estate stays where it is. So Mamela, the Nigzel knows, if I don't get it back tomorrow, I'll get it back the next day. He's not concerned that the Gonsal is going to put it in his pocket and walk away with it. So even if he's Messiahish, even if Tak is Messiahish, the Kabbalistvarim and really the Yeshua write that that usually butler daito. It's not a real yush. It's not considered a emesic thought because lemaisa at the end of the day he knows he can get it back. And the Yeshua writes further. He writes even if you're going to say yush is mitam hefker, it's machlekas Rashi and Taisvis. Even if you're going to learn that yush is mitam hefker, as Rashi explains, that it's another way of being mafker something. So according to that, I would think. That just like it could be mafker karka, it could be miyashan karka also, still the Pnei Yeshua writes 
over here, such a Yish wouldn't help. Because although one could be mafter karaka, that's when he's mafter karaka to the entire world, to everybody. He doesn't have any exclusions. However, over here, when he's being miyayish, even if you're going to say it works out hefker, he's only being mafkerit, so to speak, to the person who stole it, to the gazlan. In such a case, such a hefker doesn't work, because we pass like basil, that one has to be mafker to everybody in order for something to have a din of hefker. Now, the svara of the kapistvara and the Pnei Yeshua can be a true svara. The problem is Rashi writes that the reason karka is not nigzal even through yish is because we learn out from psukim. We'll see Bezer Shem soon. The Nesivis explains Rashi differently. Now, Taisus and Dibra Maskal Karaka really brings a Rishalmi that it was if the Bailam's name already was forgotten from this piece of Karaka, in such a case, we say there is Yush for Karaka. Now, Taisus and Boba Basra and the Rosh hold that there is Shaykh Yush by Karaka, not like Taisus over here. So you have a Machlech, it's Bechlal, it's Yush by Karaka. And even if there's no Yish by character like Taisus over here, still there is a case where Yish works. If it's not Shtakei Hashem Bailim, the Bailim's name is totally forgot from it. Nobody knows it used to be that person's. In such a case, Yish does work. Now the Nesivis in Simon Shin Ayin Aleph asks a few kashas on this halacha that there's no Yish by character. The Nesivis asks, Rashi says, the reason there's no Yish by character is because we learn it from the Pesukim that there's no Gzela by Karka, Karka and Gzelas, so therefore there's no Yish. Ask the Nesivus, what does one have to do with the other? There's no Gzela by Karka, it doesn't go into the Gazel's Rishus, but Yish, Yish we don't learn from Gezel, Yish we learn from Hashavah's Aveda, the Torah says over there, that you have to give back an Aveda if the Bailam wasn't Miyayish, if the Bailam was Miyayish, you don't have to give it back. That Yish carries over to the Halacha of Yish by Gezel also. That's not learned from Hilchas Gezelah. Why would we say that if Karka is not Nigzel, you can't be Miyayish on either? What does one have to do with the other? Karka is not Nigzelis. If the Bailam is Miyayish, just like by, it works by Aveda, it should work by Gezel also. Number two, asked the Nesivas, there's a Mephurish Asugi in Gitin that if an Anos Goy strong-armed Karka away from a Jew, there's a Gemara in Gitin Daft that in certain instances, the Jew who owned it, the Nigzal, is Miyayish. It's a Mephurish Gemara, it's Shayach by Karka. Thirdly, the Nesivas asks, it comes out from the Yerushalmi by Nishtakei Hashem HaBailam, in such a case, where the Bailam's name was forgotten from that Karka, in such a case, Yish does work with for the Karka, and it goes over to the Gazlan's Rishos. Ask the Nesivis, it comes out something very, very, very hard to understand. By Metaltalin, that there is Gzail by Metaltalin, there you need Yish and Shir Rishos, then the Gazlan is in it. Karka which is not Nigzal. Yish does not work for Karka. Karka is always Bechesetz Baleo. Yet, in a case where Yish does work, when it's in such a case, the Yish alone is kind of for the Gazlan, and you don't even need Shini Rishos. You don't need Shini Maistin, you need Shini Hashem. Yish alone does the trick in that case. What's Pshatanet? How do you explain this? Karka is not Nigzal. When it's Nigzal, it's Nigzal easier than Metaltalan. So the Nasivis explains the reason we say Ain Yish Karka is because of the Rabban's Svara in Elu Matthias. That the reason Yish Lamidas doesn't work when somebody loses something and his friend comes by and picks it up before the person who lost it is Miyayish. The reason that even if 
the loser is miyayish afterwards, the yish is not chal, is because the person who found it is really holding it for the ma'abit, for the person who lost it. He's keeping it in his rishul. So even at a later point where the ma'abit, where the person who lost it, is miyayish, it doesn't matter. It's like he's miyayish on something that's in his rishus. The rishus puts it back into his rishus even after the yish. So the shaymer avayda, the person who's holding on to it, who's watching it for the ma'abed, for the person who lost it, really doesn't allow the yish to be chal. Yish is not chal for something that's in one's rishus, even if the person who's being miyayish doesn't know about it that it's in his rishus, but his rishus really puts it back, so to speak, in the bailam's rishus, disallowing the yish to be chal. Shemar Avedu, who's holding it for the Bailim, is considered the Rishus of the Ma'abed, of the person who lost it, and therefore Yish doesn't work. The Nesiva says, likewise over here, by Karka that's stolen, not only is Karka not Nigzal, technically the Nigzal could be Makdash the Karka, it's in his Rishus. Since it's in his Rishus, Karka doesn't go out of one's Rishus. Karka's not Nigzal, it doesn't leave his Rishus. But mainly, even if it's Miyayish, the Yish doesn't work. It's as if he's miyayish about his pen that's under his bed. He says, It doesn't matter. The house that he owns, his chatzar, puts it back into his rishut. Thus denying any chance of Yish to be chal. Likewise, by karka, becheskes paleo, karka is not nigzal, the male, it's staying in his rishus. So even if he wants to be miyayish, it's like he's miyayish on something that's in his property that he cannot be miyayish on. The Yish is not chal. However, the Nesivas explains the Gemara in Gitin, or by Nishtakei Hashem Abaylam, in a case where it's not considered in his Rishus anymore, if he can't be Moitzi at Alpidayonim, in a case where there's an Anos Goy, where, where a strong man took away the Karka from the Yid, he's a Goy, and there's no way the Yid could take it out from him, Alpidin, or through court, in such a case where the Jews doesn't have any recourse to get it back from the Goy, in such a case, the Yish is Chal, because it's not considered in his Rishus anymore. And likewise, by in such a case, Yush does work because it's not considered in his rishos. It's not considered that he's the owner of this property since nobody knows that he's the Bailim. In such a case, he can't be mighty by day on him. He can't get it back. He has no recourse to get it back. In such a case, it's not considered in his rishos anymore. And Melo Yush will help. And then the Nasivas adds a beautiful point. He says, We asked, why by metaltland do you need Yish and Shini Rishus and by Karka, which is not an exile, in the case where Yish works, we say Yish alone works by itself. It doesn't need Shini Rishus. Then Yisivas explains that according to the Raman, it works out perfectly. The reason Yish itself is not Kaina, the Gemara Baba Kama says, is because it's Biyisura Asaliyode. He got it, Big Neva. He had no right to take it, so therefore Yish will not work. By regular gazela, by metaltlin, you need shini rishus as well, because yish alone, as we said, doesn't work. It's bisuros liyade, therefore he had a chiyav hashavah, he had to give it back, so melo, when he's miyayish, it won't help. That's why we need shini rishus also. However, by karka, there's no bisuros liyade. There's no chiyav hashavah, because he never got it in the first place. It's karka b'chazas medis. It's considered always stayed by the exile. Memeila, there was never a chiyav hashavah. The gazel never had it to deny him the echetims of being zaycha b'yush. However, when yush is finally chal, in a case where attacker works, by in such a case you don't need shinin rishus, because there was never a din b'surah that disallowed the yush to transfer it into the rishus of the gazlam. That's why Ben Shtakesh and Abaylim, the Nesivas explains, according to Yerushalmi, Yish alone will work, you don't need Shini Rishos. 
Now let's get back to the Rashi that we're in the middle of reading. Rashi Diver Maskal, the Karaka. Rashi writes, Rav Huna told the Avankri, don't cut the Hadassim by yourselves because Karaka and Nexelos, and therefore when you cut it, you're going to be the one stealing. When the Goyim cut it, so there's Yish and Shini Rishus, the Baalim is Miyayish. When it hands over to you, it's Shini Rishus. Rashi says, even if you're going to say Yish is Kani, it's still going to be Mitzvah Baba Veira if you're going to cut it, as you're going to be the Gazlanim. We spoke about this Rashi a bit earlier. The Rashi holds even if one is Zaycha in the Hadas before the Kim of the Mitzvah, it still could be considered Mitzvah Baba Veira, not like Shitasatosis and Amad Aleph, that if the Kenyan was consummated before the Mitzvah, it's not have to be considered a Mitzvah Baba Veira. Now, the Masha asked the Kasha on Rashi. According to Rashi, that holds, that even if he was Zaychan it be Yehosh, still it's considered a Mitzvah of Avera, what is the Gemara asking afterwards? The Kniyu B'Shuri Maisa. They were already Kainit. It's theirs. Where is the Shuri Maisa going to add to the Kenyan if they already were Zaychan it? This is something very similar to Taisus' Kasha, Taisus' Raya, that if you're Zaychan it beforehand, there's no Mitzvah Babaver from the fact that the Gemara said you should be Zaychan B'Shinu Yashem or B'Shinu Yimaisa. Clearly, the Gemara understands that there won't be Mitzvah Babaver in such a case. So the Masha asks a similar Kasha. He asks, according to Rashi, even if you were Zaychan in it, there still is a Dinus of Babaver afterwards. So what's the Gemara asking for the Kniyu of B'Shinu Yimaisa? How does that add on to the fact that he was Kainit already Miyush and it still doesn't work? Why would Shinu Yimaisa help? So the Mashal writes that if they're kaina b'shasta avera of gzela, if when he stole it he's kaina, that's considered a mitzvah b'avera. But if he makes a kinyan afterwards, b'shinu imayis makes another kinyan, that's not a mitzvah b'avera because it's a kinyan that he did after yush. There is a second kinyan that happened after the Maisa avera of gzela. In such a case, that kinyan wasn't done through an avera when he's cut it the first time, he did a Maisa Gzela. True, he was Zeichanet through Yush, but there was a Maisa Avera in being Zeichanet, that's considered a Mitzvah of Avera. But, if he was Zeichanet when he cut it through Yush, and he takes Zeichanet, still Rashi holds, since when he was Zeichanet, there was a Maisa Avera, that's considered a Mitzvah of Avera, even if he wants to do the Mitzvah later. However, if after he was Eichanet, he did another Maisa Kenyan independent of the Avera of Lys Exile. In such a case, it won't be considered a Mitzvah Habab Avera. That's the Mahalach of Marashah. The stipler asks, he doesn't understand. Once you make a Kenyan, how could you make a second Kenyan? Once you own something, where's the idea of making a second Kenyan? It does nothing. He's adding absolutely nothing to his ownership. How does he undo the mitzvah b'avera status by making another Maisa Kenyan on something he already owns. So therefore the stipler also goes with the same mahalach that we mentioned, Mishim Reb Aaron, Reb Aaron also mentions this, that mahalach that we mentioned by Shinui, it's not that he's making a Maisa Kenyan and therefore it's going to be Ois Matzvah b'avera the way the Marashah writes. It's not that you make a second kinyan. By Shinui, what happens is, it's Panam Chadash's Bolkan, you made an entire new Heftza. It's not the same object as before, therefore, the status of Mitzvah Babavera automatically dissipates. It's not that Heftza of the Surah anymore. And Rabaran takes this aside a bit further. The Gemara now asks, Let him be Kainit Bishinui Maisa, and therefore, he should be able to use it after he binds the Hadas to the Lulab. Should be kind of machine and maisa. 
So the Gemara answers, no, it's a Shinoi Choyz Libriyasai, it's not considered a Shinoi, and therefore, Ravuna had to advise them not to cut it by themselves. On the Gemara's Kasha, the Kniyu B'Shinoi Ma'is of the Maram asks the Kasha, what kind of advice is that? The Gemara says, let them be kind of B'Shinoi Ma'is, let the Avakiri themselves cut the Hadas from the tree, and they'll be Zaychan at B'Shinoi Ma'isa, when they bind the Hadas to the Lulav. Frek the Maram, what do you gain? According to the Taisus earlier, that said, it's Mochach in the beginning of the ninth parak of Baba Kama, that it, even if somebody is Zaycha in a Chefza through Shinui, still, Legabe Abracha, the Gemara understands there, by Abracha you can't make a bracha on a Mitzvah of even if it's not considered a Mitzvah of Even if you attack a Zaycha in it, Bishinui before the Mitzvah, still, we say by Chala, the reason you cannot make a bracha when you stole Chitim and you turned it into an Isa, because true, Yutaka were Zaycha in the Isa al Shinui before the Mitzvah Chala, but still a bracha, it's different bracha, shiny, that the Rebbein Shalom doesn't want to have his name mentioned on a Chef, so that even Yutaka technically Zaycha in it, and there's not a Mitzvah of Beira, the Gavi Bracha were more Mahmer, the Maram, so why would the Gemara ask on Rav Huna? Why did he say they should have the Goyim cut it, let the Yidin cut it, and Mizaychan, and afterwards Bashinim Ma'isa? I'll tell you why he told the Goyim to cut it. Because otherwise they won't be able to make a bracha. If somebody doesn't have air with a chavza, even if he's Zaychan it beforehand, but he won't be able to make a bracha. As Taisus explained. So the Maram himself says, for the bracha, he wasn't going to be Matriach them, let them be Mavatar on the bracha, and just cut it by themselves. And do a shinimaisa afterwards to ensure that it's not a mitzvah of Abba However, the Magen Avram gives a different terrors. He writes in Simon Tafresh Memtes that it could be, it's different if there's both Yush and Shinui Hashem, or Yush and Shinimaisa. In such a case, not only is it not a mitzvah of Abba but actually can make a bracha as well. The Gemara Baba Kam is talking about that it was without Yush, just Shinui Hashem, or just Shinui Maisa, in such a case, Taisus understands, you wouldn't be able to make a bracha. But together with Yush, you'd be able to make a bracha also. However, Aaron takes the Yisoyed that we mentioned before, and he answers this kasha with it also. We mentioned before, Belezer Moshe Horowitz's kasha, how could they ever take from a Goy? It's always a Sophic Gezel. Forget the mitzvah of Dalaminim, to which he answered, that the guy with the Isra of Gezel, we don't have to be Chayshish, there's no Isra to cut a fruit off a guy's tree and say maybe I really signal. The call is Chazaka Kalmashtah you could assume when somebody has a field in his possession that it belongs to him. We're just Khaish Lagab with the mitzvah in case it's stolen he won't be Yitzai. To which a baron asks, if that's the case, why is it a mitzvah in such a case? It was mutter for him to take it. He didn't have to assume that it was stolen. So Baron proves him the easy side, which we mentioned before, that even if Taka was no Maisa Aveira, he didn't have to assume that he was taking something Shleikadin. Since Klapishmaya, if it was stolen, it's a Chefsa de Yisura, he's not going to be a to the Mitzvah, as it's a Mitzvah Baba Aveira. The Ran says that Svara applies only to the Etzah Mitzvah, we're going to apply the rule of Mitzvah Baba Aveira to. If Klapishmaya it's stolen, even if he doesn't know it's stolen, even if he really was within his rights to take it, but the Mitzvah says, it's a stolen hadas, he won't be say. However, in a case where he's kind of maisa, there's no question, he definitely owns it. And it's part of chadashas. He already changed the actual object. 
it's not continuous about Avera. The only chash is that maybe originally there was an Avera done with it, and he won't be able to make a bracha. As Taisa says in Amad Aleph, if something had an Avera done with it, even if now Bashas the Mitzvah he owns it entirely, still we're going to say you can't make a bracha. It's more common than regular Mitzvah of Avera. Rabbi says that's only a din and a gavra. But Taisa is machadish that you can't make a bracha even on something that's really not a Mitzvah of Avera. It's just something that an Avera was once done with it. That is measured by whether the person's allowed to do it or not. That's a gavra dikadin. That's not a din that if lemaisa the cheftes gozel klapishmai made a bracha latala. That's just a halacha that if there was an avera done, you know you did an avera with it, don't make a bracha because it's not right to be masker shemayim on such a maisa mitzvah. It's something with pagam. If you had a right to take this chayfetz, you didn't have to assume that it was stolen. You were within your rights by taking it. Mitzad the gavra, he did nothing wrong. In such a case, of course you can make a bracha. Since you could assume, you have every right to assume that the hadas belong to the guy who's selling it to you. It's only klapi that I don't care whether you're within your rights. If klapi was stolen, it's the mitzvah and therefore everyone was chayshish. But klapi a bracha, when we're dealing with a bracha, that taisus was machmer, you don't make a bracha on something that naver was done before that, over here, that's a gavr dikadin. And since the gavr was well within his rights by taking it, by assuming that it wasn't stolen, and he had a right to assume that, in such a case, it won't be an iser to make a bracha. And even if really it was stolen, who cares? He was within his rights, and mimela, not a davar to make a bracha on such a mitzvah. The kitzvah, the din mitzvah of Avera is mesiaches to the cheftzah, even if there's no maisa Avera per se, he tak had a right to do it, it still can be a mitzvah of Avera, whereas the gabi toises is chumra of a bracha, that's a din that's mesiaches to the gavra, if the gavra had a right to do this, if he had a right to assume that it was mutter, even if tak it wasn't, it really was stolen, but since he had a right to assume that, we won't say this iser of making a bracha, and a mitzvah that actually had an Avera done without chayfetz earlier on. Let's get back to the Gemara. The Gemara asked, let him be Zoycha in the Hadas by making a Shinui Maisa. He attaches it to the Lulav. It's a Shinui Maisa. So why do we have to have the Goyim cut it, let the Avankri themselves cut it, and still, it won't be a Mitzvah because he was kind of Bishinui. So the Gemara answered, Attaching it to the lulav is a shinu that can be undone. Any shinu that can be undone is not considered a shinu to be kaina for the gazlan. So Taisus asks, the klal is that midrabanon, even a shinu is also kaina, as it's mavur in the beginning of the ninth parak in Baba Kama. Now the truth is, Taisus doesn't go into that, but it's really l'chayr toli namachlekes over there. This is a shita that holds there is no such a kinyam of shinu yachayz libriyasa. And it could be our sugi is going according to that shita. However, Taisus doesn't accept that. Taisus asks, if you hold shinu yachayz libriyasa, it's kind of al-kaponu midirabbanon, why here does the Gemara say that the avankri can't be kind with shinu yachayz Even if it's chayz libriyasa, al-kaponu midirabbanon is kind So Taisus answers, and really this gets into a very major sugya, that since the kinyan is only midirabbanon, Shinu is only kainu midiraisa if it's not chayz libriyasa. If it's chayz libriyasa, it's only midirabbanan. Therefore, a kinyan dirabbanan will not help to be yaisa the mitzvah diraisa. The Torah requires it to be lochem midiraisa. And if it makes a kinyan dirabbanan, it will not fulfill that requirement.
Kenyan the Rabbanon does not help to make a Kenyan in the Raisa. However, Taisa asks a Kasha from the Gemara on the next Amud. And that's Amud Aleph. Amud Aleph, the Gemara talks about somebody using wood for schach, for his sukkah, that he was kind of mitakonis meirish. They made a takona to allow a person to keep the wood that he stole and he built it into a building. Takonis meirish. Takonis hashavim. The Chazal didn't want to make it too hard for a person to do tshuva, to pay back his gazela, so they let him keep the wood. That's only midirabonim. Midiraisa, he wasn't saich in this wood. If there's no real shino, you would have to take the wood out of the building that he built and give it back to the nigzal. Nevertheless, since midirabonim, they made a takana that the gazlam can keep it and just pay back with money, we say the, over there that he's yaitza the mitzvah of sukkah. Fractisus, you see from there that a kidney rabbanim does help to be yaitza of sukkah. Now, the Meratzchius answers Texas Kasha that there are really two ideas in the Musag of Hefker, Bez, and Hefker. It's possible to understand that Hefker, Bez, and Hefker is that simply said, Chazal can make Ruvain's Nechosim Hefker to Shimon. But it doesn't mean that Chazal can actually transfer from Ruvain to Shimon. That it doesn't say. There's another way of understanding Hefker, Bez, and Hefker that Chazal can actually take Nechosim from Ruvain and give it to Shimon. The Meratzchius says that 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 we say that Kenyan Rabbanon helps for the Uraisa, not that it can make it that Ruvain's Chayfetz belongs to Shimon. Hefker and Hefker just makes it that Ruvain's Chayfetz becomes Hefker, and therefore Shimon has a right to take it. But with the Uraisa, they can't transfer Bainalus from Ruvain to Shimon. Therefore, the Maratzchia says, Legabi the Tekonus Meirish, Legabi the Rabbanon of being Makna, the, the wood to Shimon that he stole from Ruvain, Chazal don't actually have to give it to Shimon. As long as they say it's Hafkar, Mela, it's not considered Gazel. And Shimon can be Yetzah with the Sukkah wood that he stole from Ruvain without actually owning it. Even Shaul is Kasher, as long as it's not Gazel. So there, Takonis marriage works. However, over here by Lulav, where it has to belong to Shimon, if Shimon steals Ruvain's Lulav, since there's a Din Lachan that has to be owned by Shimon, we're not going to say a Kenyan Rabbanon of a Shinoi will make Ruven's Lulav into Shimon's, allowing him to be out of the mitzvah. That's what the Maratzchius answer takes us. Kashi, however, Lechayritz Muchach from many, many places that the Gedder of Hefker Bez and Hefker is not only that Chazal can be Mafker, the Chayfets of Ruven to Shimon, rather, they actually can be Makhd, and therefore, Taisus Kasha will remain Shver according to that understanding, and Hefker Bez and Hefker. Taisus answers that the reason by Takanas Meirish, by Sukkah, we say that the Gazlan is Yaitse the Mitzvah, we don't say that by Lulu, the Imam Zakin Rabbanon, is because there's not such a serious Takanas Hashavim by Lulav. Big deal. If he has to give the Lulav back, he'll have to give it back. He didn't work hard to build something, whereas when somebody steals a marriage, he steals a beam and puts it into his sukkah, he worked hard putting it together. Chazal said for Takanas Hashavim, we allow him to keep the wood, and he just pays the dummy, pays the value to the nigzal. Now it comes out from Taisus that Taisus clearly learns that Kenyan Rabbanon can help Medir Aisa. The question is just if Chazal decided they want to be Makna Medir Aisa. When Chazal feel it important enough in the case of Takanas Hashavim, then Kenyan Rabbanon does help Medir Aisa. By Lulav, it's not that serious. So Chazal said, there's no major takana. We don't have to allow the Gazlan to keep it as there's no serious takana sashavim. But 
if Chazal saw it necessary to make a takana sashavim, the makna, the gazlan, the chevetz nigzal, even with a kinder it would definitely work. And Ram Cutler, based on the chiddush that we mentioned from him before, answers Taisa Kasha differently according to Hashita. Varan says that since the only way it won't be a mitzvah baba avera is when it's panam chadoshes, otherwise. According to Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam, we said that even if somebody made a Kenyan before the mitzvah, it still stays a chetzah de Avera, it still has a din of mitzvah baba Avera. So according to Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam, Taisa's kasha can be answered simply. Of course, Kenyan Rabbanon may help the Arayasa to be kaina the chetzah, but that won't help being kaina. Since it's a chetzah the Yisur, it'll stay a mitzvah baba Avera. The only way the Gemara says that through Shinui, when the Gemara asks, like, Hashem or the Gemara understands there won't be mitzvah babaveir. That's because, the way we mentioned from Aaron several times already, that it's panam chadashis bolakan. It becomes a different chavtsa, and therefore it's not mitzvah babaveira. However, if it's only a shinui midirabanan, if it's chayzel libriyosa, even though midirabanan is a kinyan, it doesn't become panam chadashis, and therefore the Gemara would understand that it will remain a mitzvah babaveira, and that's why. Even if Kinyan Dirabon of Shinoya Chayz Libriyasi would help to be owned with the Raisa, it still won't help for our sugya because it will remain a mitzvah boba avera. Now, getting back to Taisvist, Taisvist we said holds that a Kinyan Dirabonon helps for a mitzvah with the That Hanocha is Bechalna Pashat, it's a very big machlaikis, and the Rishayim, obviously, Taisvist we said holds that it does help. There is a machlaikis, Rabbeinu Yeruchim. And the basis of what happens if a man is Makadish a woman by giving her something through Maimit Shloshtan. Maimit Shloshtan is a Kenyan that helps Madira Bonon. Can a man be Makadish a woman, Minatoira, by Mimkadisha through transferring the bylaws of the Kesev he's Makadisha with? Does that help to make a condition the Arisa? Rabbi Rucham holds that she's only Kudesh of Madira Bonon. Kinder Bonon will only help to Makadisha Madira Bonon. However, the Baisesa holds she's Mikudashas Madir Aisa. Once she gets it, even though it's only Madir Abanan, since she got the money, she's Mikudashas Madir Aisa. Now, the Pashtas, the Machlekes, Rabbeinu Yeruchim, and the Baisesa, as well, we say Kinder Abanan helps for the Aisa or not. However, the Avni Miluim and Simon Chavches writes that there's no right from here. It could be according to everybody, Kinder Abanan does not help to be Chal Madir Aisa. It won't be Mikadash over Madir Aisa. He proves it from the fact that the Raman Paskins, if a Kayan sells his cow to Israel, he made the Kenyan Kesef, he didn't make Kenyan Meshicha. Midirais the Kenyan Kesef works, Kenyan Meshicha is Midirabonon. So Midirabonon, the Israel wasn't kind of the Parah yet. The halacha is the Kayan still may not feed the Parah Kashinai Truma because we look at it as, a, as if it belongs to the Israel. Now Midirabonon, the Israel never made a Kenyan. Yet, we do reckon with the halachas of Kenyan Medir Aisa, and we're not Mesiachas, we don't deal with the halachas of the Kenyan Medir Abonans. So therefore, we look at it as if it's the Israel's Parah, even though I didn't make a Kenyan Medir Abonan. Now, parenthetically, we can question this raya. It could be that, of course, Kenyan Abonan helps Medir Aisa, but they didn't undo the Kenyan Medir of Kenyan Kesef entirely, and therefore... There was a transfer of Bailas Madir Aisa, true Madir Abana didn't transfer, but Madir Aisa transferred, and therefore that alone will answer feeding it Kashinai Truma. But getting back to the Avni Mulum, that the Mulum understands that Kenyan Dirabanan doesn't help Madir Aisa.
I was Pshat and Shittas Beis Yosef, that a man could be Mekadosh and one with the Arayasa with transferring the Kesef, Kedushin, the Avni Mulum explains that Enechanami, she's not Mekudosh as Bekesef with the Arayasa, as with the Arayasa she's not Seichan the Kesef. The reason she's Mekudosh as the Arayasa is because of the Hanod, that she has the ability to get that money. With the Rabbanon, he's Mekudosh to give it to her. Therefore, she has some clear Hanod, which is Mekadosh or even Medir Arayasa. Now, there's a thing that's a Taisus in Baba Kama that holds that Kinyan Agra was only with Rabbanon, and we still see that there are Kinyan that are possible to have a theoretic ramification through Agav. We play the Maishashani through Agav. The kids find a big machlekes in the Rishonim whether Kinyan Rabbanon helps with the Arisa. Taisus over here is clearly of the opinion that Kinyan Rabbanon helps with the Arisa. And just one more in Akuda. Taisus asks another Kasha. What does the Gemara say? That because it's a shinui achoyz libriyosai, that's why the vankri can't be kind of a shinui ma'isa. Fractisus, it's a part of the shinui ma'isa. That's not achoyz libriyosai. When somebody chops something off the ground, it's not mechumber anymore. It's not connected. There's no way to reconnect it to the ground. The chayr that's a shinui shenu achoyz libriyosai. So Taisus answers very interesting terrors. Like chosh of shinui ma'isa, such a shinui is not considered a shinui ma'isa. Kim le'nishtanish mo'ibekach. Because there's no Shini Hashem, there's no change of what it's called. Originally it was called the Aishana, it was called the Asa, and now it's called the Asa. Nothing changed. The Chayr, the Pashtus and Taisus is there as the Taisus holds that Shinu Maisa needs to have a Shini Hashem together with it in order for it to be Chal, which the Chayr is a Pella. If every Shinu Maisa needs a Shini Hashem together with it in order to work, so what do you know the din of Shinu Maisa for? The Allah of Shini Hashem should be enough. If every Shini Maisa is contingent on the fact that there's a Shini Hashem together with it. So where's the case that Shini Maisa is ever necessary to be kind of a Shini Maisa? It's a Shini Hashem anyways. So, the excise and Simon Shin Samach Sif explains, what Taisa means to say is not that Shinui Maisa always needs Shinui Hashem in order to get it to be a proper Shinui Maisa. Taisa means to say if it's a real Shinui Maisa, a very strong Shinui Maisa, a Shinui Maisa Choshev, in such a case, of course, it does need Shinui Hashem together with it. In a case where it's a not-so-strong Shinui Maisa, making it from Mechumber to Talosh is a Shinui Maisa, but not such a tremendous change. such a case, Taisus asserts that it needs also to be called a Shinui Hashem. It's not a big Shinui Hashem either, but it needs some sort of a Shinui Hashem to go together with it in order to make it valid as a Shinui Maisa. The kids are a strong Shinui Maisa, doesn't need Shinui Hashem, a strong Shinui Hashem doesn't need Shinui Maisa, a weaker kind of Shinui Maisa, smaller Shinui Maisa, does need also some sort of a Shinui Hashem in order to make it a proper Shinui to be kind of.